Welcome to Battle of the Mind. My name is Taylor Masusi, and I'm here to help you address your limiting beliefs, manifest your dreams into a reality, and find tools that work for you. If you're here, it means that you're ready to kick your inner critic to the curb, step into your authentic self, and find your superpower. I'm here to help you unpack your past as it reflects into the future, find and use tools to support you, and become the badass that you are. Think of this podcast as your go-to self-care formula for all things growth, empowerment, awareness, mindfulness, and so much more. I'm here to help you step into your power. If you're ready for abundance, alignment, and acceptance, then this is the right place for you. Welcome to Battle of the Mind, and let's get started in today's episode. So this is going to be the first episode of the winter series, which is all going to be live coaching sessions. All the coaches I'm bringing on are mutual coach friends I've met mostly through Anne Arundel Community College coaching program, but that has flourished into many other groups that I have had the pleasure of being a part of. And this first one is so great for this episode because the topic is self-love and that is great for this season, for starting the new year, and really just for what I love coaching about is self-love. So getting the coaching on it myself was so enlightening and I can't wait for you guys to hear how it goes. So without further ado, let's go. Hey, hey Taylor. Hi. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. Um, do I have permission to coach you today? Yes, of course. Okay. Um, is there anything you want to clear before we start? Designing in that if I have to take a quick breather to catch my breath, um, sucking on my throat lozenger if you need me to repeat something, <laughs> and <laughs> I might drink my water whenever, whenever my throat's dry. Okay. Um, I will clear that my one dog is like super needy, so she might be bothering me. She might, you might see her like literally walk across my desk in front of the screen and like, (laughs) I just roll with it at this point. Like it just, she just exists here. Okay. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Um, is there anything else you would like to design into our relationship beyond the normal, like confidentiality, um, you know, being fully present. Is there anything else you want to design in? I guess for the purpose of this, um, of this coaching session, since it is, this is going to be for the podcast. Um, so thank you for allowing this to be recorded. I Mm -hmm. do really want everything I, um, get coached through within the session to, um, maybe at the end to just recap it or, get some takeaways so then I can make sure that the listeners are getting um just as much as I am out of this session (laughs) okay so you want to be you want to at the end give some like wrap up your takeaways from the session that's how you want to end yeah all right cool cool anything else nope okay all right well then what is your topic so my topic for today is going to be self-love um I feel like that is such a good topic for this season being in winter and I feel like that's something that I always encourage but it's also like hey don't forget to check in on yourself so (laughs) I guess this is that time 
Yeah. What makes this time such an important time for that? Um, well, within this season, a lot of people, I personally feel, put the focus on other people, which is great. Nothing's wrong with that. Um, but I think that it puts them on the back burner and we kind of have, I feel like, this hyped up idea that if you're not giving, then you're doing something wrong. And, um, I feel like when the purpose of giving is to give out of your heart, but that also means that you can't fully give out of your heart if you're not able to give yourself anything and making sure like you don't burn out your social energy. If you can't go to all the gatherings that you were invited to, like that's okay. If, if you can't afford giving all the gifts that you usually would, that's okay. Like I feel like the presence is super impactful um, just letting people know you're thinking of them is super impactful because we all like to be thought of. Um, mm-hmm. But also, I want to make sure I'm thinking of myself too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard you say a lot of other people, like mm-hmm. they and you. What about Taylor? What's the <laughs> connection to Taylor? Um, so I... Actually, I was reflecting on this yesterday, so that's funny. Um... I was sharing on a short uh, private story of mine just my experiences and I was sharing a lot of the insights that I had and the tools that I was using. Um, But something I realized within that reflection is knowing that this season is super hard for me with past experiences and also just, you know, seasonal depression is very, very real. Um, With that being a factor, I would ignore everything that I was feeling and experiencing and focusing it on other people so that I didn't have to deal with it right now. Cause I'm like, okay, this season's already hard. Like, let's not make it harder. I'm going to focus on other people. But the thing that I realized is also just as powerful specifically this year is the resting part is super powerful. And I'm grateful that like this season has been super busy but it's also been the most I feel like I've ever rested in my whole life like I've never just binged tv by myself I've never done that if I'm binging I'm watching it with somebody so it was so interesting like this is a completely different feeling like oh I can't wait to go home and watch the show by myself like I'm doing this for me like by myself with myself um or like being able to prioritize the gym not in a I have to do it or it's after work when I'm tired I get to go to the gym and then I'm also trying to make sure I have habit stack and not pressuring myself like oh I didn't read all my books today well I got to read one chapter today from one of them so like um giving the grace for that period if you had to give a name to this season of your life what would that name be um I, I feel opportunity. Um, I feel like this whole year, I was just like, everything's happening to me. Like everything's going wrong. Like this happened and this happened, this happened. And I could go on and on about the list. And I had some friends who have also experienced a lot of tough things. And I was just like, you know, like 
we gotta stop thinking like this. I was like, what is wrong with us? This is so, like, heavy, and, like, we're not seeing anything good here, and I was just like, well, what were the good things that happened? And I was just reflecting, I was like, wow, like, I had so many good things happen, too, and I've been so focused on what wasn't in my control that I lost sight of the things that I did have power of. Um, so, like, taking the opportunities now because I'm open to receiving and I'm not closed off anymore. Mm. Tell me more about opportunity. Like, if you were to define opportunity, what does that mean to you? Um, opportunity is... I mean, it's just, like, endless possibilities. Like, it's not the, well, what if this goes wrong and this goes wrong and this goes wrong? Because I feel, in my experience, a lot of the older people around me in my life are, well, you need to make sure you have this aligned and all the dots are, you know, all the marks are checked off. And what if this goes wrong? You need to have something to fall back on and all these things. And I'm like, but what if it went right? Like, what if everything went the exact way it was supposed to? What if, like, if I just continued to listen to what they were saying and um, internalizing that, then it would be what a lot of people experience of being stagnant and not moving, not doing anything, because they're overthinking everything all the time, (laughs) so nothing would get done. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. I feel like it's, like, the opposite of saboteurs, too, right? Like, that forward momentum is, like, just not letting them get in the way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. What else, like, what other coaching connections can you see to that? Um, I think something that is definitely challenging for myself and probably a lot of other people is being non-attached to people's opinions. Um... Like, I can be non-attached when it comes to things that are, like, my personality. Because I am not insecure about my personality and how I show up and those types of things. But when it comes to something I'm passionate about, like, this is something, like, for example, just, like, my coaching business. Like, I'm super passionate about my coaching business. I could talk forever and ever and ever about it. I love coaching, like... I could, like, it would be an endless topic for me. And if someone was to say, well, I think coaching doesn't do anything. And I would just be like, well, you just haven't had the coach for you. And, like, (laughs) you know, let me show you, like, all the things. And I'm like, no, like, okay, coaching just might not be the tool for you. It definitely is for me. Um, If you want to circle back to that, like, I can. But I would just, like, jump on that topic. Um, And, like, that... So, in that sense, like, that would go with various other things, like, um, so opinions is definitely a very tricky thing, because, yeah, it's just a, just a trippy top, tricky topic, so I feel like being non-attached is something that, um, comes up, um, self-awareness always comes up, the self-management piece of, noticing how I'm showing up, the words I'm using, the language I'm presenting, the energy I'm giving off. Um, Yeah. The energy part comes up the most, honestly. Um, Everything is just 
energy so I feel like the flow piece comes and that's what I was realizing like I had such a negative mindset this year that like I wasn't attracting any opportunities and within the last few months like I'm like no like I'm gonna turn things around like it's not gonna be like this doing my vision board like thinking about my goals every single day um and I just keep receiving like more and more opportunities and even some that didn't work out I didn't care because I still tried and I didn't allow myself to hold myself back in those areas like applying for jobs that maybe I wasn't as necessarily qualified for but I made sure I wrote a daggone good cover letter like I put my heart and soul into those emails and I was putting everything out there I'm like well if they don't take me well then it wasn't meant to be (laughs) yeah what energy do you want to go into 2023 with that's a great question I haven't like it's really funny because I've been thinking about goals a lot and I was like, you know, I don't have anything like super major that I want to set a goal towards. I just want to be full on in experience. Um, and I know I want to travel. So like the goal would be traveling, I guess. But what energy do I want to feel? Um, or what energy do I want to bring? Um, I think that I want to bring abundance um I feel like this year I've been in a very lacking mindset a lot of it definitely has to do with the environment around me um but I think it's time for me to like take control of my mindset and there's more than enough for everybody in the world (laughs) so I I just hate that I've thought that way um this past year so like I'm very ready for transforming that into being abundance Mm -hmm. what else do you need to let go of to embrace the abundance energy um i have to let go of i've said this all year like letting go of people things and situations that no longer serve me and I think what also comes into my mind with that is people's opinions that don't serve me or their idea of how things go um because at the end of the day everyone's gonna have their own experience and you're not gonna know what works for you unless you do it and try so and and also just taking into account like other people's experiences also has nothing to do with me um like their fearful mindset that has nothing to do with me and um if they're they have a scarcity mindset or if they're trying to be a protector like those have nothing to do with me (coughs) um and yeah so I don't even know where I was going with that (laughs) (laughs) where are you now what's on your mind right now um What's on my mind right now is I have just made so much progression within the last, within the last, um, month, like majorly, like starting a new job, finishing my passion project that I've been procrastinating to do, um, making vision boards and saving and getting my routine under wraps and 
making sure I'm eating right and making sure that I'm engaging intentionally, um, not engaging with people because I feel like I have to, um, and stepping outside my comfort zone and trying things that may be risky, um, but it's to stretch and grow as an individual, as a coach, as um, a business owner. <laughs> yeah. And how does this all relate to self-love? Um, so I think this is the first first year where it was really the focus was all on me and myself um like I didn't have a lot of people around me this year physically um I had a lot of virtual support but there was not a lot of physical presence this year um I felt more physically abandoned honestly Mm -hmm. but with that being said, I think that forced me to love myself in different ways than I probably would have before. Um, like I have lived by myself before, so that's nothing new, but experiencing not choosing to go out on the weekends is such a different experience. I've never been like, no, I'm going to stay home this weekend. Like I don't have the energy to go and do that and making sure like for a while, I had a good routine where Sundays were self-care days, and they were more in a spiritual way that I did them, but, like, in this season, I've allowed myself to do, I'm allowed to binge-watch TV all day on Sunday, and I don't have to do a single thing. Maybe I'll get up and go for a walk, but I don't have to. Like, today's rest, and that is just such a different energy than I've ever experienced, um, and also... I've taken care of my body in a different way more than I've ever experienced as well. Um, The way I think about it, the way I talk to it, the way I make sure it's moving. Um, And I think that I've, like, become more comfortable with myself, even though I don't necessarily always like how things look or whatever, but, like, I'm very accepting that my body does what I need it to do and I love that that's something that I always have like this is my body and I have it 24 7 and like why would I not want to love this thing that takes care of me so um I'm super grateful for that as well in 10 years what do you want self-love to look like um I very much wanted to be on the route that I'm currently in with making sure um, I'm doing things every single day for my mind, body, and soul and not judging myself if it's not the same every day. And I think that is something that I was super um, hard on myself about this, like in the past of like, oh, well, you have to make sure you check all the boxes and every mark is marked off on your habit list. And it's like, Okay, well, you know, I'm kind of a free spirit, so it's going to look different every day. So here's an option of multiple things I can do for my mind, an option of multiple things I can do for my body and my soul. So just also creating visual representations of things that I need, knowing I'm a visual person and 
also vocalizing those things and knowing that um, I do like to talk out loud and I love voice diaries and I love um, also just connecting both of those pieces together is also good. Um, so I hope it only grows and continues and the practices get longer and I'm able to um, really have time that's not uh, time restricted on what it's going to look like. Like, I would love to have, like, a long morning routine rather than just, like, uh, an hour or two or whatever. Like, I want the flexibility to be focused on my mind, body, and soul. I've heard you say things like flexibility and free spirit a few times, Mm -hmm. and I'm curious what makes those things so important. Um... So I feel like that, that's so funny. Um, What's coming up for me right now is I was just having a conversation and it was how I was labeled as a good kid for a very long time. And the definition of a good kid to older generations, in my experience, mean you're compliant and you don't act out and you don't step outside the box that you're given and to me I see an anxious kid who's scared to be themselves (laughs) so (laughs) the fact that I was a good kid is like so heartbreaking to me only because like I didn't have freedom and I was a full-on perfectionist people pleaser and there can be stories going on and on about how I would correct adults coming into my parents house to make sure they followed the rules like I was a good (laughs) kid And now it's so interesting because I'm labeled the black sheep and I'm, I'm the crazy one and my thoughts are so out there and all the things. And I'm like, you know, this is always who I have been and always who I will be. And I'm like, I'm happy that I'm able to be loud and use my voice now in a way that matters to me. And I'm able to be bold and I, I wear outfits that are very out there and (laughs) some people in my family are like why do you have that on your face and it's like (laughs) I wear really bright makeup sometimes because I like the colors and like I don't let them like affect me in that way um when it comes to my energy and what I look like especially like if somebody says anything about how I look I shut that down so fast I'm not here for it we do not body shame in any shape way or form um so the free spirit to me is just like very authentic um and very like the visual of like the chakras and like it just all being fully aligned is just um, the image that comes to my mind. Mm. Tell me more about that image. Um, well, I suck at meditating and I, (laughs) I've been working on it on and off for a really long time, but I've gotten a lot better at it this year. Um, and visualizations definitely are more impactful for me. Um, so a lot of the things I hear with meditating is like visualize a light and, I always used to be um, thinking that, oh, well, like, what color would my light be and that type of thing. So, like, I 
feel like I always used to be like, well, it's pink. Um, because, like, I feel like I'm a Taurus, Rose Quartz is kind of our, our, uh, crystal, and that's, I've always been drawn to that my whole life. Rose Quartz, Amethyst, and Clear Quartz, they all just so happen to be within my astrology, whatever. And, (laughs) I also just feel that, like, I was restricting myself to just have one color, and I feel like now I've just, like, stepped into, like, a new phase, where it's like there's another level, so there's another layered color, and I think that it would probably be white, and I feel like, um, old me would be like, it can't be white, like, it's black or white, or do you want to see color, like, but (laughs) in this sense, it would very much be white, because I feel like there's just a, um, pureness that white kind of represents, and, um, I had somebody sent me a message the other day, and I was having a really rough day. I, I've had a few rough days, and I've just gotten a few signs from the universe. Um, so this is kind of where the energies come align of, I see a shooting star out of nowhere, and then I get a message from somebody, and it's a video, and it said, some people you just meet, and they're just good people. And they just have a good energy, and they have good spirit, and no matter what happens, they could have the worst thing happen to them, and they will still have a smile on their face. And I was just like, oh my gosh, you think that of me? Like, (laughs) that just made my heart so happy. And, like, thinking about it now, I'm just like, I know um, the person who sent it to me, like, we had a little rough patch, but it was like, they, like, felt so strongly about my energy that they, like, couldn't let me go. And that just Mm -hmm. made me feel really good, like, on both parts, that I'm able to contribute to that person's life and that they share the impact with me. Mm. And what was the impact on you? (sighs) Um, Well, I mean, it always, like, I know that my purpose is to support people. A lot of the signs and things that I've learned is like I'm a natural caretaker my numerology also like agrees with that and my personality type and every field that I've ever been interested in is always caring for another being and um I think it's it's always funny like um mirroring is super funny like Somebody will come to you with their problems, and then you give them all this advice, and it's exactly what you needed to hear. And I noticed that happening to myself so much the last few months, and it's also like, okay, I'm caring for all these people, and it's like, wait a minute. Like, this year, I'm like, oh, we have to care for me, too? Really? And I think I act- that just clicked in this moment of, like, making sure I can be a caretaker for myself and show people how that is so much more helpful Cause you can care even better for everybody else once you're good and taken care of. Mm. What would that look like to take care of yourself? Um, this is such a good session. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what would it look like to take care of myself? Um, <coughs> it looks like. I think the only part that I haven't said yet that needs to cover, like, outside of the routine and getting stuff done and the vision stuff, it is allowing yourself to reach out to people when you don't feel good. 
and allowing Mm. yourself to ask people for help. And I definitely have struggled with that for a very long time. Like, I don't want to be the negative person. Like, if I, if I share this negative thing, then they're going to think I'm negative forever. And I've definitely had a few people, um, react that way, but that doesn't mean everybody's going to react that way. And I think that's something that's been really hard for me to grasp. Um, it's not generalizing the experience. I feel like a lot of us do that. Well, it scared me one time. It's going to scare me again. And I'm going to get the same response where it's like, you know, you could, you could, over the years, you try something when you're younger, you don't like peas. As you get older, maybe you like peas. And then maybe you love peas all the time as you get even older. So, like, tastes change, things change, experiences change. And I think that is something we have to consciously be training ourselves to be aware of because our brain's not going to want things to change and it likes to stay in its comfort zone. And that's, like, a mental muscle that people need to work on and... I know that I definitely, like, at the beginning, stepping outside my comfort zone, that's something I'm like, okay, how can I do that? How can I do that? Um, so I'm always trying to, like, yesterday at the gym, I went into an area I never go to, and I was so scared, and not only did I walk in there, I worked out in that area where all the buff men are, and then after <laughs> I did my little workout, you know what, I need a breather, and I sat down, and I opened my book up like I didn't have a care in the world, and I was so myself so that is just like one thing that's like that was such a small thing but like that was major in my head I was freaking out my heart was pumping (laughs) oh I can like feel your energy through the screen on that like tell me more about this like what was the impact it had on you what did it feel like tell me all the things I felt like such a badass I cannot lie like I was just like okay like it took me a really long time to work out outside of the ladies' room because I didn't feel educated. And then once I could work outside the ladies' room, like, I'd go to, like, one different machine right outside the door, not expanding. And then, like, I've gone to, like, a few other areas, and I'd only go there when there's nobody there. And then I'd work out where the boxing bags are, and then guys would come in while I'm working out on the bags. I'm like, oh, no, um, I have to start my workout. <laughs> But last night was just, like, not only, like, did I not stop my workout, like, I went into an area I've never been completely by myself. I didn't have to ask for anybody's help. Like, I act like I did not care, and then I just ended up not caring. Like, I'm here to work out just like everybody else, and, you know, I'm not going to lift as much as you because, like, I'm 5'2", and I'm little, and (laughs) that's not going to happen, but... I can carry my own and do my own workout for me. So that's like not comparing myself and not judging myself and allowing the little progress to make, you know, this little progress is going to make a major change because now I have more areas to work out in and more equipment and all the things. Oh, where else in your life do you want to take that energy? Mm. So something that, I'm definitely working on is in in in-person contact now like I am great at making connections online especially with women um like I've had a lot of random people I've met online within the coaching realm brought people on the podcast start the conversation all the things um met other coaches and gotten coached from being online um 
with even like within school now I've been like all online classes and courses and all the things so like that's easy peasy lemon squeezy but going in person and having to do things is something that like okay start a conversation with one person like just one person and not getting overwhelmed from the amount of people that are in the room or all the things just focusing one person and I think that will make like again major steps because one person can turn into two to three to four and so forth so it's just taking that one baby step yeah what's getting in the way of that one baby step um probably the fear of rejection <laughs> like I mean I, we all probably experience that um for me it's um like I'm comfortable with space and silence now but <clears throat> other people may not have that same experience as me and I'm just so consciously aware of everybody else and their energies like I want to make sure the energy is good. Um, not that I feel like everybody needs to like me, but I want to make sure that I'm not making a negative impact or a heavy impact on somebody. Um, so making sure, like, I can always uplift whoever I speak to. Um, yeah. Sometimes it's like, oh, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Mm, don't know how to do what how to make the the conversation have an outcome and I think that's me being closed off of like oh I want it to be this way like it has to be this way but allowing the space for it to be uncomfortable like I don't know this person yet like we're not going to go to all the things right away like how can I I can just say hey how are you like start simple don't overthink it don't make yourself obsessed over the way it has to go mm-hmm. what do you need to tell yourself in order to do that um probably like you've done it before you can do it again and literally I've made such major movement this year within my confidence and like, I took a plane trip by myself this year to a place I've never been to meet strangers I've never met, and I had a good-ass time. Like, that is crazy. <laughs> and not only that, but I told myself I was going to be a public speaker this year, and then I buckled down, and I helped put on a conference, and then I talk in front of a ton of people, and I have stage fright. Like, what do you mean? Like, I know I can do the things. So, like, those two things always come to my mind whenever I'm super scared, like, in social settings. And I know it's all going to be fine. And my people will gravitate to me, too. Like, I don't always have to do all the work. Like, sometimes I can just show up and people are going to gravitate towards me because that's what happens when you're in flow. Mm. (coughs) And how would the gym you from last night Mm. contribute to that? kind of sage trio there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's just like, you've already done the work. Um, you know what you're doing. So like, don't question it. <clears throat> like that comes with my coaching skills. Like you have a difficult client. Okay. Don't question it. You're going to get through it. Like 
um, you're a good coach or with writing or with podcast episodes or with business. Like, I know I can do it. Um, so I shouldn't, I shouldn't doubt myself. Mm. (coughs) What coaching skills can you pull in here to support you with this? skills could I um while reflecting um I think it's kind of a little bit of reflecting and reframing I feel like they're a great duo together of like noticing things like if I notice self-doubt like how can I quickly change it um and accept it um what else is like always asking myself powerful questions like if I have a negative thought, like, what, what is causing this to come forward? What's important to me? Or, um, asking myself questions like that, getting to the feeling so I can feel it and then letting it go. Um, yeah. (coughs) We just have a couple minutes left. So what is with everything we've talked about tonight? What is your next step? I think my next step is challenging myself to go in places by myself um, that I know I would enjoy. Like, I don't always have to have someone there. And I've thought about this so many times. Like, Taylor, you can go to the coffee shop on, at 7 a.m. and just sit there and read a book. And, <laughs> like, you can go to the B&A trail and just sit on a bench and watch people. You don't have to have somebody with you. Like, you can just chill, and just getting out around people again, I feel like it's just one step that's going to make me comfortable, so then, like, when I'm comfortable enough, I can go up and say, hey, and when I'm reflecting, I'm like, I have no problem going up to women and being like, I think you're so pretty, or I love that, and I know I can do it, so the fact that I'm questioning myself, I'm just like, girl, shut up, you know what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) What accountability or structures do you need for this? Um, I will go on a self-date next week. I'm not sure what it's going to look like yet, but I will write that down, and I will do that. Okay. Will you let me know how it goes? I definitely will. <laughs> Yay. <clears throat> All right. Well, what are your takeaways from this session? Um... My takeaways is just, like, notice the things that you say because, obviously, I've said I've given so much advice to people, and I always need to take that advice. And I just love that whether people know it or not, like, you are your biggest support. And if you just reflect it back to yourself, like, oh, I need to hear this right now, or how does this relate to me? Um, Also allowing grace and rest and patience I feel like those are things that just align all together um and then on the other note like have fun be messy allow it to be free like doesn't have to be so strict um and also the aspect of like how would you want to parent yourself like what are things that you needed when you were younger you can give those things to yourself now yeah Awesome. Well, thanks for letting me coach you today. Well, thank you for coaching me. Yeah, anytime. After this coaching session, I did have the accountability for a self-date. And I will tell you that I did uh, do just that. Um, I'm working on 
stepping outside my comfort zone weekly and doing something alone by myself. And I did this a few times since our coaching session. Um, The first time was I went out on a shopping day by myself and then I treated myself to some lunch and then I went home and I did some more self-care. And then the second time, I went out for the evening. Um, it did not. Pl- I did not plan for it to be a solo thing, but it ended up being that um, I went out by myself the next week um, to a local bar by me, and it really stretched me to step outside my comfort zone, not having any friends with me, and it really just boosted my confidence to overcome that social anxiety that I have to battle through on a regular basis. So the self-love here is being filled into each and every week. I try to do it daily, being super mindful of all the things that will help get me towards my goals, help me in my mind, body, and soul, and really just get me to grow and thrive. So thank you, Caitlin, for the amazing coaching. I appreciate you. Thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of Battle of the Mind. Please keep in mind, if you did enjoy this episode, please let me know. You can leave a review. You can screenshot and share to your socials and tag me so that I can see the impact it's making for you. You can just slide into my DMs on any of my socials. The links will be in the description. I would love to get connected with you and hear how these episodes are making an impact in your life. Again, just thank you so much for bringing me along in your day. I appreciate you. I am grateful for you. And I'm excited for you to make these shifts for yourself so that you can create a life you love. If you would like more support in any of the things we're talking about on the podcast, please feel free to visit the website. It is www.tthelevelupcoach.com. There are so many goodies there for you guys. I have quick, easy, accessible downloads for you guys from affirmations to mantras, so much more. Please use those. They are created for you to support you and help you create a alignment with yourself, create an abundance in your life, and to accept yourself as you are. I am sending you so much love this week, and I cannot wait for the next episode. Until then, bye!